Welcome to Wiki Roulette. I'm Max, he's Luke, we're your hosts. It's season two, let's get it on. Season two! Hello! Hello! Hello, that was some beautiful miming you were doing there. Yeah, I just mimed along with our theme song because, you know... Because why not? Because it's me, I can. It's, it's Well, it's us. It is, it's I us. I mean, that bit was you. That bit was me. Yeah. Welcome to Wiki Roulette! Yeah, I echo that sentiment, yeah. <laughs> we've had a little bit of a break, haven't we? We have. We've been doing all kinds of exciting things. Although, in our defence, it was shorter than last year's summer break, so... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, was this our summer break, officially? I I, I think so, Let's yeah. say it was. We took a few weeks off. A few weeks off, too. a couple of months, I think. Wallow <laughs> in uh, depression. Well, you know, lots of, lots of things have time happened, haven't they, in the yes. last few weeks, so... Yeah. And we won't go into them, it's boring as fuck. But, how you doing, Max? Well... You know when um, you want the world to stop existing because it's just an endless torrent of pain? No, I've got no idea what you're talking about. This is the greatest world, the greatest world (laughs) I've ever been in. Well, I don't feel like that. I feel great. Good. I (laughs) say we do live Uh, in a wonderful world. I I threw threw your googly there. No, no, Uh, I I was with you 100%. Totally, yeah. Then I got off the bus. We've had so many wondrous uh, national and international events going on around us, haven't we? It's just yeah. been so much joy and, and love in the world. And we've got two of the, the brightest stars in the country who are vying to, to be our next prime minister. Two yeah. of the, the greatest humanitarians, down-to-earth people. that Patricia we've... Routledge and Andy Peters. Absolutely. Yeah. And not forgetting uh, Stephen Seagal, who's, who was a runner-up. He's not British. That That's beside the point, my oh. friend. Which side of the point is it on? It, I don't have a point. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, so uh, we're thinking to shake you up a little bit this week. We're gonna we're gonna leave the uh, the World Cup of of Americans for the week. We'll come back, back to back it to though, roots, yeah, because so. it's a it's a big matchup next that we need to do work for, which is not something we normally do. No, we're not. We're <laughs> used to homework. <laughs> yeah. But we are strictly roots. Aren't yeah, we? we're going back to roots. Put it in. Strictly roots. I mean. You know the song? Yeah, yeah. I oh. was pausing. You're pausing. I was to pausing that, for the song. Now a pause. Now pop no style. I strictly roots. Now pop no style. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm glad we... we sorry, we're a bit rusty. It's been, <laughs> just, it's been a few weeks. Right, <laughs> rusty Lee. That's who I well, remember. Rusty Lee? Uh, no, no, me neither. Before no, my time, oh, well, just a name I've heard. A, I think she was a children's entertainer. It's a fine name for a person, you know. Rusty Trombone. That's well, another children's entertainer. Well, shall we? Uh, shall we spin the wheel, sir? Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first? I'd love to go first. I've got. A, I've got a real, real humdinger here for you. Tell me so tell all me, about you it. You ever heard of Archimedes' cattle problem? Um, probably. He does have a severe case of the cattle. Big problem with ca- with cattle. Yeah, he? he does. Uh, so. It is a uh, it's a mathematical question that was discovered quite a long time after Archimedes uh, passed on, seventeen seventy three. They found right. they found it in the Herzog August Library in Wolfenbüttel in Germany. Right. So it's a, a chap called Gotthelf Ephraim Lessing. He was uh, he found a Greek manuscript containing a poem by our good friend Archimedes. <laughs> And uh, it contains a mathematical question. He wrote a poem did. with a mathematical Hear problem in it. Hear me out. Hear me out. So okay. here's the poem. It goes, 
Compute, O oh friend, the number of cattle of the sun which once grazed upon the hill uh, upon the plains of Sicily, divided according to colour into four herds, one milk white, one black, one dappled, and one yellow. The number of bulls is greater than the number of cows, and the relations between them are as follows. And then I could I could give you the list if you want. Yeah, you I want to hear out. the list. Okay, so white bulls equals one over two plus one over three. Black bulls. Uh, times black balls plus yellow balls and then black balls equals one over four plus one over five times dappled balls plus yellow balls and then dappled balls yeah it goes on and on uh, for a little while yeah <laughs> and it says if thou canst give O friend the number of each kind of bulls and cows thou art no novice in numbers yet cannot be regarded as of high skill Consider, however, the following additional relations between the balls <laughs> of the sun. This is a poem, isn't it? All right, it really... White balls plus black balls equals a square number. Dapple balls plus yellow balls equals a triangular number. If thou hast computed these also, O friend, and found the total number of cattle, then exult as a conqueror, for thou hast proved thyself most skilled in numbers. Well. And I give a hand to our... our Fair and beloved departed man Archimedes for coming up with such a fucking. It's interesting that brain twizzler that was ancient... discovered in a, in a rag inside of a, a library in Germany in 1776. It's interesting that the uh, ancient Greek mathematician Archimedes wrote his poem in 18th century English. I believe it's been transcribed. Oh, right, right. Okay. Yes. I didn't realise. Um, yeah, I should have probably mentioned that. Uh, yeah. It's only a poem because he says, oh, friend, now and again, isn't it? Yeah. It's really just an equation. I don't know. The first a problem, the rather. The first line f- feels pretty poetic. That the number of cattle of the sun, which once grazed upon the plains of Sicily. Yeah. Is, it, is it like a trick question or is it no. just, just, just pure maths? It's it's crazy maths. Well, let me have a crack. They don't call me maths angle for nothing. Well, it's, uh, it's called a... Uh, well, what's it called? It's a problem in Diophantine analysis, which is the study of polynomial equations with integer solutions. So what that means is polynomial, polynomial many numbers. Yeah, many numbers. So as you saw, I only gave you a tiny taste of the numbers that are involved in this equation, and it has a finite number okay. as the solution. And actually, polynomial would be many names, right? Yeah, it's many names. For each number, I suppose, right? Because they, they're all nominal items. Like, because the solution involves letters as well as numbers. Right, right, and yeah. So yeah, do you think you can figure this boy out? No, not without no, looking at it for a start. I'm and... sorry, yeah, it's crazy. But there was a chap by the name of what's his name? What's his name? A. Amthor, who. A. M. Thor. A. M. Thor. <laughs> he he came up with the general solution in 1880, and he had to use something called logarithmic tables to calculate the first digits of the smallest I've, solution for this. I've answer. used logarithmic tables. Have you at A level? I never used them, but I didn't do A level maths. Oh, I did, and I guess how much of it I remember. I, the the answer is a number. It's zero. Well, you remembered what they were. Well, so yeah. um, that's more than what I got. The fact that it took people over a century to solve suggests I'm probably not going to be able to do it. Well, they have fully solved it. They've, they found right. the smallest possible solution for it because it's a very big number. Oh, 
It's a very, very big number. What, how, the number of cows? Yeah, the number I didn't of, really understand the question. The number of cattle. It's the total number of cattle uh, split into four different groups. Right. What, 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 so, yeah. do you want to take a crack at what the number might be? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, so how many white cows were there? I think there was... Um, four hundred sixty-eight million nine hundred twenty-seven thousand six hundred forty-one white cows. How many? How many million did you say? I don't know. It's four hundred and something million. It's too many. <laughs> too many. Okay. Is it three white cattle? It's more than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm narrowing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know, Luke. I've got no basis I from which to, I didn't the, even hear the whole question. The number of the yeah, sorry, I should, <laughs> but to be fair, we would have been here a while talking, yeah, just enough. going through all of the the integers for it. The smallest solution, as as discovered by this chap A. Amthor, is seven point seven six times ten to the power of two hundred and six thousand five hundred and forty four cattle. That's way more than four hundred million. You but you just with just for white cattle you were looking at. There oh, is right. a there is a finite number for the least amount of cattle that okay. would be in the white cattle okay. category, which is ten million three hundred and sixty six thousand four hundred and eighty two. So you weren't far off. No. I mean you're a few hundred million out, but <laughs> 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 Hey, what's that in when you're Between talking friends, about yeah. a number that literally has hundreds of thousands of digits? Can in you it? imagine the subsidies he'd been getting off the EU for all those cattle yeah god he's still probably have voted to leave (laughs) you'll need our cattle later you will (laughs) yeah you need us more than we need cattle well he would have had a very big problem with that number of cattle if he was going to take it out of mainland europe not enough space just in greece but apparently there's far more than could fit in the observable universe in this number (laughs) so (laughs) there's a small storage issue there Uh, there is (laughs) He's going to need one of those little uh, vacuum packs that, yeah, yeah. that you can put at the bottom of your cupboard and all your clothes. Yeah, the in flat it packing yeah. things. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. You should get that for his cows and then no problem. Yeah, exactly. But Pop it in a, in a regular sized uh, Ikea wardrobe. Would it be a flat pat? Like a cow pat, but like a flat pat? Yes. And he would employ <laughs> Pat Sharp to guard it for him. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and he'd have a sharp object of it, some yes. description. Maybe a sharpened a sh- cow pat. He'd have a sharpened cow pat and he would... Guard the vacuum-packed, flat-packed cows in the Archimedes Funhouse. Absolutely. I'll tell fun you what. Funhouse, <laughs> it's a whole lot, lot of fun. fun. Prizes to be won. It's, it's your body and your brain toad. if you want to play the game. That's right. <laughs> I just reminded of that that old saying, you know, they say, you can't polish a turd, but you can sharpen a cow pat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I used to say it all the time. In church. <laughs> It says here the decimal form of this number is too long for humans to calculate exactly, but multiple precision arithmetic packages on computers can write it out explicitly. Ooh. <laughs> it uses it, something called Pell equation. I don't know if you've ever heard of Pell equation. No, is it um, bishop plus boys equals prison? <laughs> That's uh, the cardinal Pell I equation, close. I think. I think we're close to that, aren't we? Something like that. I'm not exactly sure what Pell's equation is. It's a lot more of a complicated... I guess It's basically the way that you solve the second half of Archimedes' cattle problem. Right. But it's nothing to do with Cardinal Pell. Nothing to do at all with Cardinal Pell. Because he's a paedophile and he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that his theme song? Yeah. He's a paedophile and he's okay. (laughs) Yes. But, uh, should we have a? We should have a dedicated section to what, paedophiles. What I talk about different paedophile every week. Yeah. Okay. Today, Cardinal Pell. 
He is cunt. <laughs> he uh, is cunt and I, he's not okay. I hated him before I even knew he was a paedophile. <laughs> I watched a debate between him and Richard Dawkins and he was just a complete cock. And he, w- he was saying... Well, he's a religious figure. What do you expect? Yeah. He was going to Richard Dawkins like, well, do you think you could explain how there are still chimpanzees around if we evolved from them? Oh, yeah, because we, they all yeah. evolved, didn't they? And, yeah. and Richard, yeah. well, we didn't evolve from them. No, we, we didn't. evolved from a common ancestor. Yes. And Richard Dawkins, he was being so fucking condescending. And Dawkins like, well, of course I could explain it. It's, what are you to? Yes. Do you want me to explain it? Like, He's like, no. No, I don't want to hear your, your charlatan lies. <laughs> and so I hated him anyway. And then I found out. Is he out, an Australian bloke? Yeah. Ah, uh, that's why you were doing Hence my spot perfect on, spot on spot Dame Edna Everidge accent. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, so yeah, I thought that was quite an interesting article to discuss because yeah. I know how much you love cattle. I I'm a big cattle fan, and I I like maths that I could never understand. Yeah, so that's betw- why they they call me Moose Angle. That's right. I love cattle so much. <laughs> Max Eng cattle. Yes. N- no. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I I don't really have much else to say because it's such a such a big topic. We'd have uh, to go into like the you know the dichotomy of Archimedes did a lot of clever stuff. Didn't he, he was a smart he was, young man. He wasn't was he? a clever chap. He was a bright bright spot. He, he, he should run for prime minister of the United Kingdom. What against uh, Andy Peters and Patricia Rowley? Absolutely. I think that would be like the the perfect group of people. It would. To I'd, be I'd be happy with any of them. Yeah, yeah. Frankly. They'd all be doing a great job. I think. I yeah. need to uh, take us swiftly out of the out of the EU with a really good deal. Like they'd be able to renegotiate the deal even after the the, the EU have said many times that they will never reopen mm-hmm. the withdrawal. Ad. They'll definitely be able to go over there. I mean, just imagine Archimedes going in there with like, you know, bitch. Uh, I'm Archimedes. Seven point seven six times ten to the power of two hundred six thousand five hundred forty four camel uh, cat camels. Yeah, camels. Fine. Yeah. Cam- so goes in with those camels. More camels More than camels. can fit in the observable universe behind his back. And then a bunch of needles, and they're all going through the eyes of the needles. Yeah, and, and then yeah, you know, they Jean Claude Juncker is just gonna be like, you I'm know out. What? You can have have it all. You you take it all. <laughs> we love you, Archimedes. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't have any of these models for for economy or whatever it is. And we wouldn't have Archimedes screws. That's right. They're useful. And we maybe wouldn't have had Archimedes from uh, Disney's Sword in the Stone. Well, that's true. That's more useful than an Archimedes screw. What? 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 (laughs) But they're fascinating. They're they're used for irrigation and and stuff. There's a little twisty-turny thing, and it raises water up. It bringeth water. the water up. Water goes down normally, oh, friend. but it goes up with his thing. He's so clever, and 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 didn't he come up with the uh, um, Achilles and the tortoise thing that we talked about before? Yes, he in did. The super tasks. He did. Thing. He did. He's a fucking. He's a smart fella. He is. Hmm. I'd give him all the money. I thought you were going to say I'd give him one. <laughs> I'd give him one. Eureka! For the I'd shout. <laughs> Eureka! I still want that T-shirt so badly. Oh, did you never buy it? No, oh. it's disappeared off the. Fa- I'll find one. I'll find some bastard to print one for me. Anyway, that so that's yeah. that's all I've got to say about the Archimedes cattle problem. All Have right. you got something to, to to bring to the tabla? Probably. Then let's hear it. All right. Well, have you ever been to Branch Brook Park? I can't say that I have. 
You might have been near there. It's it's a, it's a it's a county park of Essex County, New Jersey. Ah, you been to New Jersey? I've been through New Jersey. I've never stopped in New Jersey, so I might have I might have been within proximity of that park. Newark. Have you been through Newark? It's in Newark. I, I, does the train go through Newark? I bet, I bet it does. I don't know. But to, you've to Grand spent, Central Station. It must do. You've spent. Yeah, Newark's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, there, it's like the capital city of New Jersey. Even it's though not. New Jersey is the capital city of New Jersey, is it not? No. No. Trenton. Trenton. Trenton is the capital of New Jersey. I, I wouldn't know. But yeah, yeah I, th- I must have gone through Newark to get there. I think that's like one of their main. It's stations. one of the biggest. Yeah. Uh, there's. Branchbrook Park Station. Shall I have a look at that link? And yeah, see where see, see if see what the connect connections right, are. Right. Well, let's see. It where does it go? Um Oh, tell me where you go. Um I'll ooh, tell you where I go. Please tell me. <laughs> uh <laughs> now we know Newark it. Penn is it? it doesn't mention Grand Central. I think it's a local line. Oh well then I've not been through Newark. Well anyway, I'll tell you about this. I've been it's relatively near. <laughs> So it's um, in Newark, near the uh, neighbourhood of Forest Hill. Oh, yeah. Which is apparently... Which I have been to. I've been to Forest yeah. Hill. But it's apparently the most affluent neighbourhood in New Jersey. The same cannot be said of the Forest Hill near us. That no, not affluent. No. No. Uh, deprived do, is probably the better one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. They do have a Weatherspoons that used to be a theatre or a cinema or something. That is true, actually. They do and have a nice Weatherspoons. I really hate it. I find it really depressing. Really? It's just so big and open and like there's no music and it's just a huge empty hall. It's like a bingo hall. I don't know if I've said this before, but you know the guy who owns Weatherspoons? Uh, yeah, what's his f- that name? Idiot. That idiot. That gammon man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, him. Of all the horrible, ridiculous things that he's ever said and done, the one good thing he does is he turns old buildings and, and you know into nice places for people to go and have a drink. Would we describe them as nice places? Some of them are. Hmm. There are some nice ones. Where's the one? Oh, oh, the one, one in Margate is really nice, hmm. and um, oh, so there are some other ones. But I can't remember where it is. is it I should Bethnal have had Green or somewhere where there's. Where the fuck is it? There's one called the Wrongen. The Wrongen. And you're like, oh, <laughs> do not want to drink in a Weatherspoons <laughs> called the Wrongen. <laughs> oh, I've never been to the Wrongen. I'm, I I'm can't afraid. remember where it is, but um. We're we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, enough about Forest Hill. Tell me about um, um, this park. All right, so it's just it's a park, you know. Right. It's a, it's a sort of natural looking county park. Um, but it's, there's a few interesting things about it. It's it is home to the largest collection of cherry blossom trees in the United States. Oh, really? It has over five thousand of them. Sac- Eighteen different varieties. I do and they like have the old sakura tree, right? Nice. Is that what they're called? Sakura. They are sakura because they're Japanese cherry blossoms, right? Well, yeah. I see. I I never knew what sakura meant. It's cherry blossom because there's that game Sakura Spirit, and it's all got blossoms and stuff in it, right? I yeah, I didn't know <laughs> what it meant. I thought it was just a name. That's the so it's the cherry blossom tree. Yeah, I learned a thing on my own podcast. I've, I don't know why. I just thought. You know, uh, with your line of work, so you'd know what sakura tree was. Fuck you. Huh? I Just meant, I meant, fuck yeah, but it came <laughs> out as fuck you. you. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't know that. We don't tend to use the Japanese names. No, of plants, I suppose not. But either English or I Latin. I knew something usually. about plants that you didn't. That's true. You did. You did. But you also Sweet. studied Japanese. I did. Yeah. And I'm only trying to learn it from an app. That's that's also mm, that's also true. <laughs> I don't have my pop shield and app. 
Sounds right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sounded nice though. That was quite for all yeah. of our ASMR listeners, that was that was a nice This is for you, Joe. Do you like this? I don't think Joe listens. No, no definitely not. Anyway, uh before we start shall I shout? Um, so yeah so I thought that was interesting because you normally associate um, the cherry blossom trees with Japan as you pointed out and they have the cherry blossom festival every year around April, May yeah they they have it's a big deal for them in Japan big deal right it's a big tourist thing as well exactly and so I wanted I always wanted to go me too the prices go sky high of course they do the flights get Way more expensive to Japan, anywhere in Japan, yeah, doing yeah. the cherry blossom thing. You better believe it, son. And like the hotels, everything gets more expensive. They know they they crank out the cash around that time of year. But it is beautiful though. Now we know we could just go to Branch let's Brook just, Park in New Jersey. Let's go to fucking Jersey to see the, the cherry yeah. blossom. Hey, you want to come see the cherry blossoms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's too dark. You can, <laughs> so. <laughs> So yeah, it's too dark to see him. But I feel um, like some of the mysticism gets lost there in New Jersey. Yeah, Joyzy. Yeah. Come and see the Joyzy cherry blossoms. No, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> too um, dark. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, that's an option. Yes, but you know what else is interesting about it? What's that, my good chum? I'll tell you. It was um, designed. Uh, in its current form, the sort of natural-looking, sweeping kind of vistas and lakes and what have you. Disney designed. Land. What is it? Disney? Is no, it a Disney n- guy? No. Oh, no, it, they, no, no. They're known this, for doing. It stuff happened like in that. 1900. Ah, won't be a Disney guy then. It was designed by the two brothers. Just two, regular, two brothers. Just regular brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> called the Olmsted brothers. Okay. And their pappy. Their uh, pater, their their father, that guy, their dad, uh, he also designed a very famous park. Was it Central? Park? It was Central Park. Ah, so so the the sins of the father are visited on by the sons on the cherry trees. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the cherry trees. <laughs> yeah. So they they designed it, and their dad designed Central Park. So it's 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 designed in that kind of style. You've been to Central Park. I right? have been to Central. It's Park. Awesome, isn't it's it? It's fucking beautiful. It's amazing. It you can easily forget that you're in the heart of Manhattan. Absolutely, when it's, you're there. it's so much bigger than than like films and TV make out. I couldn't be. believe how big it was. It's massive. My it's, legs it's got, like got a tired. Forest. In it, man. Yeah, it's huge. Because you get like the south end of it yeah. is like the bit you see in films, like in Home Alone two. Yeah, and stuff, exactly. With the, that that bridge and the Santa Claus three. Sure. <laughs> if with I, Tim Allen, I haven't seen that one. That's a. Does he go? Ugh? No, he doesn't because oh. he's not playing his Tim Taylor character. Yeah, but he always does that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Um, yeah. But big. then as you go north, it, beyond when you get past the boating lake. It goes wild suddenly. Yeah. It's like here's a here's some wildlife in yeah. the middle of a fucking urban sprawl. And um yeah, I genuinely got like so tired that I had to have a rest just walking around the park. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's really cool though. It's, like you don't realise it. Like you think you go to New York and you're like, Oh yeah, big fucking skyscrapers everywhere, like tons of people walking around going, Hey, I'm walking here <laughs> And then you, you go to Central Park and you think, Oh yeah, that's quite nice, isn't it? And it's like it's it is gigantic. Yeah, I always thought everything in New York is big. It's not just the fucking towers and the yeah. buildings and the ro- the wide roads and everything. It's 
the fucking park is big as well. I'll tell you what I was surprised by in New York, though. What's that? Struggled to get a good falafel. I was expecting... I'm surprised, man. Me too. I'm very surprised. Well, Were you surprised? I was surprised. Um, <laughs> what about shawarma king? Have you ever thought about a shawarma? Well, I don't eat meat. Are they made of... I have no idea what fucking shawarma is. <laughs> it's like. meat. Okay. Of some description. It's a um, dead animal of some kind. So that's... Uh, that's not, a not big, big into it. Big no, no. No. That's a but solid no. That's something I will give to London over New York is the quality of the falafel. Yeah? Yeah. What, the existence of the falafel? No, I had plenty oh, of... Oh, there were... I thought you meant like you couldn't find no, any I, falafel. I, I was like, what? I found a lot of falafel. Okay. Don't they, you worry. But it wasn't as good. Substandard. I, I wouldn't say they're substandard. Just sub you can London get, standard. Yeah, you get better ones in London. Oh, there you, you are, go. eagle-eared listeners. <laughs> do eagles have good ears? I think they do. Yeah, I think sure. They, they can hear a mouse drop a mile away. Mm. Bat-eyed <laughs> listeners. I am... Um, yeah, that's my tip of the week. It's Max's tip of the week. Ding. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll try and come up with a jingle for that. Uh, that. That was perfectly fine. We don't need another jingle. That was good. No, I just need a little good. bit of like instrumentation. All right, some know. some sweeping violins. Yeah. And perhaps a sort of a clumping pipe organ. Maybe a cat at the end going. Meow. Yeah, that would make it perfect. <laughs> Twelve seconds later. It's Max's tip of the week. But they, anyway. It was um, and before I went. I always thought, yeah, fucking Central Park. It's not going to be as good as Hyde Park, is it? Or you know, God, it makes Hyde Park look silly. It's so much better. Than it looks. It makes Hyde Park look really silly. I do really like St James's Park. Ah, oh, St James's Park is beautiful, man. but it's very small. I think the best one is uh, Hampstead Heath, man. Well, you would say that. Yeah, I would say that. You and your cottaging. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I haven't been actually. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's actually a a proper big park and it does stretch out quite far from, yeah. from the city oh, we've got some big I think we have more green space in London than pretty much any major city oh yeah big time but just America has it all or New York yeah, has all it in all one. one big space yeah but yeah. It, it does take your breath away you're like wow it's huge I really love it's New awesome. York yeah, New York is a I'd great I'd like to go city. again with somebody because I was on my own oh there. me me pick me alright we'll go we'll go that'd be, that'd be great should we go now yeah let's go oh we've got to go to the Tav Oh, all right. We'll go to the pub first. We'll go to the then, pub, then, then we'll, we'll go to New York. Then we'll go. Okay. And we'll have a drink. I've got to be back for work on Monday. Yeah, me too. All right. Maybe we'll make it a quick. <laughs> make it a quick one. Yeah. If um, only Concord still existed. Yeah, we could do that. We'd be there in, in two hours. We'd be there. Yeah. Well, it's like ten ten grand a, a pop. I think it was for. It's not as much as Richard as Richard Branson's charging for for going into space. Yeah, but that's two hundred. That? Yeah, but it's it's space for twenty minutes, and it's not yeah. even true space. Well, NASA are offering trips to the ISS. I heard starting next year. I How think? much is that going to cost? Um, well, I did some sums. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I crunched the numbers. I think it came to. I forget. It was a couple of weeks ago. I looked, but I think the um. The stay on the ISS mm-hmm. is relatively inexpensive. It's actually it's only something like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a night or something. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's the oh, it's shit. the journey. Um, so you have to go for I think a minimum of uh, four weeks or something. I would I would thought you would have said six months of training. Yeah. Like, oh no, they, no, like when they train their astronaut astronauts astronauts they they go through six months of rigorous well, sure but you training. don't have any responsibilities right you might i don't know make make the bagels in the morning or something but you um you you have to go for a certain amount of time and uh the cost of the accommodation and the travel so the round trip the round trip it's it's, it's roughly i think about 63 million 
<laughs> but dollars, I think. So it's not as bad as pounds. Yeah, know, that's so. true. It's, it's almost half price. Yeah, really. So think about it. You're getting a deal. Fuck it. You might as well go. I mean, no one else could take it. Imagine there. if you had $63 million knocking around just to spunk on going to the ISS. I'd pay half of it to Elon Musk to take me there, and he'd probably take me there for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you and know, give the other half to charity. Well, so. while, we're on, while we're on the subject of space, I mean, was there anything further you wanted to discuss about this park? Um,. I don't think so. I think I've said all the interesting things. Well, just while it. we're on the topic of space, I had a, li- a very tiny little article yeah, come up it. on Rando called uh, "The Meanings of Minor Planet Names," and this is uh, this is numbers three hundred ninety-three thousand and one through three hundred ninety-four thousand. Right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it says, as minor planet discoveries are confirmed, they are given a permanent number by the IAU's Minor Planet Center, and the discoverers can then submit names for them following the IAU's naming conventions. The list below concerns those minor planets in the specified number range that have received names, and explains the meanings of those names. So, do you think any of them have names? Because they don't. They're all just numbers. All of the ones from 393,001 <laughs> through to 394,000 don't have numbers. It says, this minor planet was named for dot, dot, dot. There are no named minor planets in this number range. Oh, brilliant. And it's got a, all the number ranges here. None of them none of them are named. But it did remind me of an article I read the other day about how some moons can escape the gravitational pull of their planet and they're potentially going to be named Plunits. Plunets. Yeah, which I thought was amazing. Like, this, wow. There was a big scare. Obviously, the Daily Express had a big fucking scare headline what saying, What if the like, moon goes? The moon could escape the Earth's orbit and become a plunet. What will that do to like, house prices? You guys used the word plunet in a headline. That's <laughs> fucking great. <Okay. laughs> but then, obviously, real, you know, real sources were just talking about moons in general sure. that can escape the, the gravitational pull of their planet. And eventually will one day, because I think they all eventually will. I think they're all moving away, except for like you know the massive planets like Jupiter yeah. and Saturn and, and Neptune. Well, I guess because they must all be moving away gradually. Well, it I depends on how I, they got there, I suppose. I, yeah, I I feel like the gravitational effect that those giant planets have might, might be so strong. But smaller planets, like this, I think it's also to do with proportion sizes as well, because the Earth and the Moon. Yeah. Like, you compare, like, Jupiter to one of its moons. Yeah. It's like a fucking 200th of the size of the planet. The moon's quite big compared to Earth. The moon's, like, Earth. nearly, you know, a fifth the size of Earth. There's such a vast size but it was, uh, comparison. Yeah. And it also... So it, it exerts its own gravity, right? Yeah. As well. and, it, and it also had that outward momentum to start with because it came from another planet colliding, colliding with, with Earth, Earth yeah. right? And so it, we knew it was going to go away... At some point, just, anyway. I'm not ready to say goodbye yet. Well, I haven't even been there yet. I think we've got a couple of billion years oh, yet. Okay. Uh, How many? A couple. Oh, no, no, that's, that's all right. We've, you know, the, the billion years after tomorrow is, is the We're first safe. billion years of the rest of your life. That's why yeah. you always have a couple of billion years in hand. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, you know, I thought the moon's going to be a plunet one day. Mm. Look, they won't call it the moon anymore. They'll call it the plunet. They might. <laughs> um, there what's, goes what's the fourth the planet from the sun. The huh? other one is like Creeny or something. Creeny, Creethny. Yeah, yeah. We've got we've the got sun, another the other moon that's out beyond satellite. Pluto yeah. that is somehow orbiting us. It's still in our sphere of influence. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. unheard of. Well, no, I've heard of it. No, exactly. <laughs> Just proved that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, that's wow. all I had to say anyway. Oh, what? D- what did I? I, I 
we we can wrap up in a second. Yeah, I just, sure. I, I I hit random while we're chatting there. It's just given me. <laughs> it's a village in uh, a small village in Kerman province, Iran, oh. with a population of a hundred and fifty-four. Topical. Yeah, <laughs> they might send the whole population of this village in one boat to attack us. Um, <laughs> but it's called Abdullahabad Idu. Abdullahabad. Idu. I just thought <laughs> it's like a question, isn't it? Mate, uh, Abdullah. I'm Abdullah Habad, and you <laughs> and Idu. I just thought maybe that's where Paul McCartney lives. I um, don't know. Yeah. Abdullah Habad Idu. Um, yeah, I, I didn't mean to probably, offend any Iranian doesn't. listeners. We might or probably don't have, but yeah. You, well, I'm the one mentioning the name of this place and saying, "Isn't it a funny name?" Well, did I also said that's quite funny. It sounds like a question. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm just acknowledging. That you know, we're we're a bunch of bastards. We're here. probably going to go to war with them soon, aren't we? Yeah, it's fine. And you, you a bit of pre-war disparagement never hurt, did it? You made a, a funny comment the other day, and you said, talking to the U.S. government, said, "You, if you don't finish your <laughs> Afghanistan before you have your Iran. <laughs> you, how can you have any Iran if you don't finish your Afghanistan, boy? <laughs> Stand still, laddie. <laughs> oh man, you I, can have." One point, if you tell me what that was uh, paraphrasing, what that's a reference to. Blackadder. No, it's the end of um, Money by Pink Floyd. Oh. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Oh, you yeah. <laughs> Stand still, laddie! <laughs> I always forget about that bit. I'm always like, I've always switched off by the end of Money some reason oh really yeah you're not a fan no i love i love right. Pink Floyd and i love that song but i think by the end of it i'm so caught up with the boom 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 i'm still doing that in my head on for and the solo as well sounded like so wolf mother <laughs> woman you're a woman <laughs> you're a woman <laughs> um yeah thanks for noticing uh on that bombshell was there anything anything more you want to add do Orta he. I just said you're a woman in Hindi. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, unless I got it wrong, and then I said something else. Thanks for joining us this week. We hope you've had a nice time. Vaha ech admi he. He is a man. This is Hindi with Max. He's slapping his beer. <laughs> I can't do it. Did you expect to be doing ASMR while I gave a Hindi lesson when yes. we started this? Yes, you did. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll never make it in the ASMR industry. Anyway, I've been Luke. You have. I've been Max. You have. Thanks. And we'll see you as soon as we possibly can. Hopefully, Hopefully next week. Next week, well, yes. We're yeah. doing it weekly now, Let's right? Let's do it weekly. We're doing it fucking weekly. And we'll do it strongly weekly. Schedule! See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Wiki Roulette. If you liked what you heard, hit that follow button. And if you've been disappointed, offended, or generally outraged, follow us so you can make sure we don't do it again. I have a list of words for you. Is it bum, 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 and Archaeopteryx?